Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, America's podcast, because it's your podcast. I do this podcast for the American people, and some people say it's bold that I call it, the, that, it that I say it's America's podcast. Some people in my family, they laugh. Kid, you're calling your podcast America's podcast, and I'm like, yep, that's right, because it is America's podcast, because everything we talk about on this podcast is about America, about how great America is, and if you don't like America, get the hell out of America, and if you're not hardworking, get the hell away from me, if you're a snowflake, you're a bitch, and we're going to tell you you're a bitch, because this is America's podcast. We're going to make sure our kids work their asses off, and that they're going to be responsible for themselves, so that they can make this country a better country after we're dead and gone. So yeah, this is Spazzing Out, America's podcast, your podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. It's real simple. AnthonyPaziali.com Or if you're watching me on one of the streams that I do while I record this podcast, I stream on Facebook, Twitter, and now on YouTube. We don't use the Chinese app. On this program, we do not use the Chinese app. The Chinese app has been banned from my life. Screw them. Forget China and forget the Chinese app. We don't use it. I don't care about it. It's a total lie. I do miss the Chinese app. I miss the Chinese app so much that that I sent an email to them today trying to find out why they canceled me. But for now, screw them. F China, F the Chinese app. I won't use it. But if you just go to my profile, click on the link, and then subscribe to my podcast, you click on the link, it'll take you to all the places you can get my podcast, which is Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You pick one of them, subscribe to the podcast. Next, if you're on Facebook, like my page, share this feed right now. If you're watching on Twitter, follow me, retweet this. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. I need to get up to a thousand subscribers on YouTube because I want to be able to do it on my phone and not on my laptop because my laptop is not the greatest piece of equipment. It's an old ass Apple and I'm too cheap to buy a new one. Not to mention I can't afford to buy a new one because now I have to buy two stupid Google Chrome books or whatever they're called, Chromebooks, for my kids so they can go back to school. All right, last night, disaster of a podcast. I didn't feel like doing it. I wasn't into it. And that's what you got. You got garbage. But tonight, we're back. We got, we're fired up, baby. We got good topics to talk about. And we're going to get to a lot of stuff, things that are pissing me off. The Dust Bowl job, by the way, is done. I've been working at a job up in Loud, New Hampshire. 90% of the problem as to why I'm pissed and have been pissed the past few days. I've been doing a job in Loudoun, New Hampshire, which is about an hour, 45 minute ride for me. So every day, four hours driving to a goddamn job that is in the middle. It's in the Sahara Desert. It's the only place in New Hampshire with no trees. It's a dirt bowl and it's over and I'm happy about it. I think I need a little bit of water. Hold on. Let me see if I can get a, I want you guys to notice that this water, it's solid ice down here. Mm. As everybody knows, on America's podcast, the only way to drink water is ice cold. I want my water ice cold. That's all a man wants. Why does a man get home and is he pissed off? Is he pissed off? Oh, oh, my wife spent money at Marshall's today. Maybe. Maybe I am pissed about it. But maybe if I walk through the door and you go into the freezer and you get an ice cold bottle of water, so cold that there's still water. So you can see there's still water in there, but there's still ice in it and it's nice and cold, maybe I'll forget about it. Maybe i say, oh, you know what? At least I got ice cold water. And maybe maybe I get pissed off because my wife spent money at the store. 
But maybe I get home and there's dinner on the table. Maybe like, you know what? I'm cool with that. There's dinner on the table. You got to pay for the meal. Maybe I get home the dishes are done. I'm cool with that. You got to pay for that kind of stuff. The dogs are walked. Today's been a great day. Dishes clean. Food on the table. Ice cold water. Dogs are walked. No problems. I'm loving today. Everything's going great. Everything is great. All I can expect is that the podcast is going to explode, meaning my computer is going to go down or something. I Probably today, I should probably go play the lottery because it really has been a good day. I'm guessing today would be, I'm probably, this will, I'll probably die. I'm going to go visit my dad after today's show because everything's going so good and there has been no real spilt milk in the day. Everything seems pretty good. We're probably not going to make it. I'm guessing it's the end of the world here. A couple things that I want to talk about today. The huge, unbelievable BS that's happening in Rhode Island when it comes into absentee voting. It's its unbelievable. I, my mind, I, I, I was like, oh, what? This, this, hap- this is happening? Couldn't believe it. We're going to talk. Uh, uh, this might be a man alert. And, I, and I, a guy, we're going to talk, uh, a player from Seattle, a rookie got bounced from the team. And you're never going to believe what the guy got bounced for. And I, and I feel like it should be a man alert. And I think we should take Pete Carroll's man card, man card, his man card away. We probably took that guy's card away back when he was playing, for, when he was the coach of the Patriots, because he's a bitch. Trump loves you so much. President Trump cares about you, the American people, so much that he wants to make sure you have more. Water coming out of your shower head. He wants to make sure when you're taking a shower, you get the most amount of water coming out as fast as it possibly can come out. Tons of pressure. He wants to upgrade your shower head. This guy loves us, and I love it because I want more water to come out of my shower head too. And not to mention, I had no effing clue that the government regulates how much water comes out of your shower head. We're going to get into that. Tipping. We're going to get a new study came out about, you know, moolah giving tips to people. We're going to talk about what the fine, what was fine. Listen, this should, this should go into the category of uh, no shit. We already knew this, but we'll get to it. A new study came out about tipping people and what people don't like about tipping, what, what they're upset about. Uh, we're going to talk about billionaires. Okay. Uh, all the billionaires in this country have made more billions, mass billions off of the pandemic, or or maybe not directly off the pandemic, but from the pandemic, and the moocher class, that's what we're we're affectionately calling the the bums of the United States of America, the people that feel like they need handouts, and not because they need a hand up. If you need a handout, because you need a couple of months to get by and to get back on track, I like stuff like that. You're a hardworking dude, you just need a break. If you're someone who just needs a break... I'm cool with it. But it, but if you're a part of the moocher class, which is the class of people that have been mooching off the government since day one, their parents mooched off it, their parents, that you know, it all started back with the Great Deal, or the New Deal, sorry, back, back in, um, Delano Roosevelt, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the New Deal, right? So that's when we started giving out social stuff and helping people out. Well, that's when generational welfare started and that's when the moocher class started. So the moocher class is pissed 
about the billionaires, and, I, and I'm going to talk about why that's a huge problem for the United States. And listen, working class dude, I'm a working class guy, and I'm going to tell you why you need to be on the side of the billionaires here, because if you're not, then you're on the wrong side of the American dream. We'll get to that. And then, oh, here's the last one. Um, a Stanford law professor is speaking out saying that be careful about the new, va- uh, about the new vaccine. We don't have a vaccine, but it'll be coming soon. Not about the vaccine, but there's a possibility, and a good possibility, that if you don't take the vaccine, you won't have access to public schools, you won't have access to public buildings, you won't have access to your job. We're going to get into that and why that's garbage, because... There's, in this country, it, you know, you can't discriminate on fucking anything, but now you're going to discriminate on whether or fact someone should take a vaccine or not. <laughs> Crazy. All right, I don't, what should we get into first, man? I, I kind of want to talk about... Great, great. Let me see. Uh, let's just do man. man. This is kind of a man alert. Um, what is a man alert on this show? Anytime something manly, men, is in the news, men, like big ass men... Like not big ass men, not men with big asses, because that's that ain't fucking manly. I want we like chicks with big asses, like Megan, Megan the Stallion, dude. Man, if you haven't watched that damn video, that that S A W wet ass pussy, you gotta check it out. That's men, man, big asses, Cardi B, fucking Megan, the, dude. I love Megan the Stallion. You guys have to check this chick out. That's mm, my wife will fucking kill me. I love this chick. All right. Anyways, this is a manly story, so it's kind of a man alert. A, a rookie from Seattle. That, that you know what it should be. It should be like a pussy alert. You know what? It should be a snowflake. It's a double alert. We have a man alert because we have a a, a a rookie who's playing for Seattle. Not anymore. But that's a man. He's like I'm a man. And then you have a snowflake ass Pete Carroll. That's like yeah, we're cutting you. So here's what happened. This this rookie he broke the quarantine rule. So Seattle is kind of staying in their own little bubble, the Seahawks, at a team hotel. Well, this rookie, and he's really not, he, he's like a special teams type guy, okay? He's, he probably never would have got in the game unless somebody got hurt. I mean, so bad so that he's not, he's making less than crap money, and his signing bonus was like $2,000, okay? But the guy is a man, and when a man is stuck in a hotel with a shit ton of other dudes, what's he want? He wants a chick. He wants some cheek, he wants some ass, and the guy goes out, he gets a chick, brings her back to the hotel room, sneaks her in, pounds her out, somebody rap, someone rats on him, who knows, I'm sure that will come out, rats on him to the coach, the coach said, you've put the team in danger by bringing somebody from the outside in, you don't know if they're sick, you don't know if they're contaminated, we need to get, you're, you're fired. So this dude gets canned because he wanted... He wanted a can when he gets canned because he wanted a can. He wanted to stick it in some chick's can, so he got canned. Here's the here's the crazy thing about this, all right? First off, I love it. Kudos to this guy because there's no doubt he's never played ever in the NFL. He, he's a rookie, so he never played a game. But there's no doubt that he used he you know he was out like oh baby I'm I'm on the Seahawks I'm 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 playing the big time now I'll sneak you into the hotel oh girl don't worry about it you come in so this guy's thinking pure this is this is men men at their best men are idiots we're dumb if you ever read this book um um uh, think and grow rich 
by, by Napoleon Hill. He talks about if men could use their sex desires, their sex drives, and put it towards work, you'd be unstoppable, right? What, what, he, what he basically, in a nutshell, this I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but this is the point. What, what he says is, if a dude, and you guys know what I'm talking about, every single one of the guys that listens to this damn program, you would do, unless, you know what, I maybe you would if you like dick, I don't know. But every dude that likes like likes WAP, that's wet ass pussy. Any every dude that likes WAP, they'll do anything. Anything for it. Anything for it. I brought anything. And don't act like you won't, bro. When my wife needs something and she wants something, man, and I'm not giving it, I'm like, ah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not boom. WAP? Oh, I'll do that. Oh yeah? WAP? Hell yeah. Every guy is in on it. Every dude. You're out, you're at a bar. You start talking to some chick, bro. You you go there and you're like, nah, I don't want to spend any money. You know what? You're at the casino. You're like, I don't want to spend any money tonight. I'm just hanging out with the guys. And then a little WAP comes up. She sits next to you. She starts getting up on you, bro. You start those money. Woo! Quick, 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 quick. You'll do anything. Chick make you work for it, bro. You'd run through a brick wall. If there was a brick wall and you're a dude and there was WAP on the other side and the chick was like, you're going to get through this wall. And she gave you a spoon. It was like, oh, you, oh, you got to get through it. You got a spoon, and that's how you're going to get through? Bro, you get through the other side of the wall because there's WAP on the other side. Plain and simple. Every single effing dude on the planet knows what I'm talking about. And if you disagree with me, then, then you're full of shit. Simple. You, you're lying. You're garbage. So we're on the same page here. That sex drive, sex desire, supersedes just about everything in your life. Now, that's one of the points in this guy's book, Think and Grow Rich. He says, man... If you could somehow manifest <clears throat> your desire and your willingness to do whatever the fuck you can have to do to get the WAP <clears throat> and you focus it and you focus it on money and hard work, you'd be unstoppable. You would be unfucking stoppable. Okay. Moving on. This guy, so much so that he don't care that he's gonna get cut from, from Seattle. He doesn't care about his NFL career. What he cares about is WAP. He wants WAP and he's going to get WAP and it cost him his, his spot on the team. He gets bounced and man, I love it. Every other dude loves it. We all do it. We'd all do the same thing. We'd all put our job on the line for a little WAP. So this guy, he, he gets his man caught. He gets into the man hall of fame, whatever we're calling. On the other hand, Pete Carroll, disgusting display. This is disgusting. And any man that sneaks another a woman into the team hotel is just being a man and you need to let the guy off the hook for it. Plain and simple, no big deal. He's a man. And we appreciate that stuff. You know what? I would like you better. I might even support the Seahawks just on that premise. I might say, hey, man, I might say, you know what? Did you know? Hey, let, let's just hypothetically say Pete Carroll let the story out and said, hey, look, our player snuck the chicken, but he wanted some WAP. He wanted some WAP. We're going to let it slide. I'd like the Seahawks better. I'd be out there. I'd be like, I love the Seahawks. Why do you think I love Robert Kraft? I'm like, Kraft, I love you. You're going to hand jobs from fucking Chinese ladies. You go Pats. Because I'm a man. Go Pats. Now, Pete Carroll come out and was like, yeah, WAP. No one else can come in here but WAP. That's the rule. Here's the rule, boys. Here's the rule. This is, you know what? This used to be the rule when I was younger. 
and I work for Donnie McLaughlin, right? I probably shouldn't say his name because I don't want him to get in trouble, right? So I get out of high school, I work for Donnie, and I'm doing foundations. Donnie would, was straight up, and he was, he was a big part of my life, would taught me um, a lot about hard work. And some people might not have the nicest things to say about this guy. I'll never talk bad about him because he taught me about hard work. He was my wrestling coach, but after being my wrestling coach, he taught me about hard work on the, on the job. You know, my father did as well, but I actually worked for Donnie doing foundations for a couple of summers while I was going to college. Donnie's rule, though, was you can never miss work, ever. I don't care, pause. He said, I don't care if you're out all night long, you're coming to work. Plain and simple, you better be here the next day, I don't give a shit. His one rule, though, was if you got laid, he was like, but if you're out all night and you actually get laid, then I would consider letting you have the day off. We used to joke about it all the time. Because, of course, there were plenty of nights where I did get some, and I'd go to work the next day just to tell him the story about it. But that's a man. That's a man. And I would appreciate Pete Carroll much better if the guy came out and was like, you know, he broke the team rule, but he let some WAP in the locker room. or in, He let WAP in, he hit it, and he sent it packing. Man, that's a, we don't have that anymore. We're not men anymore. There's no men. Where are all the men? All the men are fucking coward-ass pussies hiding behind their wives. I hide behind my wife, so I'm no different. I'm not. I'm just saying we just we, we are no balls anymore. Like back in the day, are you like let, let's say it was like the '70s. Bear Bryant, like or or, or I, don't, I don't know who the hell was a tough-ass Don Shula would be like, yeah, yeah, that's right. We're in Miami. There's tons of fucking wet-ass pussy down here, and we're we playing the NFL. And my boys are gonna get it. They're gonna get some, and then they're gonna go play ball. So anyways, point in case, I, I thought it was a good story. This poor guy is now out of the league uh, waiting to be picked up. He's in the waiver. He's on the waivers. I'm, I'm hoping the Pats pick him up just for the hell of it. I, you know, I hope, I hope he goes through waivers and the Pats just scoop him just on the fact that they're like, Belichick's like, yeah, I, I like I like WAP. Join the team, bro. WAP's where it's at. All right. Um, I, I want to get to the billionaire thing, but I... I, I it's gonna take a little bit of time. I just I want to let, let's talk about Trump <clears throat> real quick. I just I love 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 this story. So I'm doing research for the show, and I come across something that just headline you know Trump fights for shower power or something like that. And I read it. And I'm like, what? Wait a second. Wait a second. So did you know? I, I didn't know this that shower heads are regulated by the federal government. They can only put out each like nozzle. I don't know the exact law. All I all I know is one showerhead can only put out 2.5 gallons of water per minute. Now, if you're a plumber, you probably knew that. I'm not a plumber. I didn't know that there was a regulation on how how much water could come out of a nozzle at at once. I don't even know why it's regulated. To be honest with you, I, I mean, what are they worried that people are going to drown themselves while they're taking a shower, or or is it because uh, you know they don't want people using too much water? I have no idea. It's one of the, like, honest, my mind was almost blown. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> and, but, but then I had to think about it, and I was like, you know what? There's so many dumbasses in this country, and so many morons, that yeah, yeah, of course, there's a, there's a, there's a law on how much water can come out of a shower head. It's like tempered glass um, on, on the window next to the shower, right? So but you, they, they, if you don't know what this, what this is, if you have, if you replace your window, and it's, Near your shower, like basically, if you could touch your window from your shower, I'm sure it's, there's more into that rule. But if you could touch your window 
from your shower, you have to have tempered glass. Now, you don't need to put tempered glass in until you get a brand new window, but the whole purpose of that is is <clears throat> the glass breaks, um, you know, because of your... Uh, you know, like, you ever have, like, a hot hand to touch a cold glass? It, it'll fucking break. So, apparently, or, you know, I guess maybe if you slip and you put your hand through the window. Anyways, <clears throat> a ton of morons got hurt on traditional windows and bathrooms. Now you have to add tempered glass. So, there's moron rules all over the place. I just didn't know there was a moron rule for showerheads. Anyways, President Trump was taking a shower at the White House and he complained about it during a press conference. He said, I don't understand why the White House showerheads don't work properly. He was bitching. He said, there's not enough water coming out of them. And then someone brought it up to him and said, well, actually, the reason that that is, is they're at the standard government uh, um, setup of 2.5 gallons of, of water coming out of the showerhead. And he's like, what? This is a rich guy, dude. You know, you, <clears throat> you think that Trump's probably didn't even have showerheads, dude. Trump probably had like 10 women coming in with hoses and hosing them down. But anyways... He was upset about it, and now he's trying to pass an ordinance, and he's probably going to do an executive order for you to be able to uh, f- let the water flow while you're taking a shower. He's going to change it because he cares about us that much. That's what I love about Trump. Trump goes for common sense laws and says, wait a second. Everybody in America takes a shower. Everybody in America believes they don't get enough water flow out of their shower head. I do. I don't know if you guys have that problem. I hate it. I want more water and more pressure. Anytime I, any shower I'm in, I'm like, dude, not enough water coming out. Dude, not enough pressure. 100%. Same thing with the heat. I like my showers hot. I hate that there's a regulator on how fucking hot the, the, the water could be to come out. I get it. It's protect kids. They're in there. They turn it on. They get burnt. Whatever. It's an idiot law for idiot people that don't watch their kids while they're taking fucking baths, right? Well, I mean, I guess that that's kind of fucked up if you're watching your, your kid take a bath and they're like, you know, 13 or 14, you sick fucks. But anyways, <clears throat> there's our president. Guy's great. He's fighting for your right to shower power. So if you're thinking about voting for anybody, vote for Trump if you want better showers. That's what people vote for. The whole point of bringing it up, that's what people really care about. Hold on. I got a Trump of water. That's what people care about, right? People care about things that directly affect them in their home. Right there. That's the guy bringing the election to your doorstep saying, hey, I'm going to fight for better water flow in your shower. No other president's thinking about this shit, right? None. You don't see Biden ain't out there running, you know, vote for Biden, better water flow. Trump's out there like, hey, I love you guys. Vote for me, and you're going to get better, better water flow, because I know every single American wants better water flow. It's great. <clears throat> All right, so we're, we're, since we're on t- Trump, we might as well get to, um, uh, uh, well, I guess a kind of billionaire to a billionaire, right? Let's talk about the billionaires and everything that's happening to people, or people are bitching. The moocher class is extremely upset. <clears throat> Some, uh, a story came out today that I read, I might have come out a couple days ago, but we already all know, because there's been talk about it, that the billionaires have been cashing in. They've been making not a little bit of money, a lot. They've been making billions. For example, Jeff Bezos is up $76 billion since the pandemic started. Gates is up $16 billion since it started. Zuckerberg is up $42 billion since it started. And Elon Musk is up $43 billion. These guys are up big. Not, not, not like, like a billion. They're up a lot. 
They've made a lot of money, right, during the pandemic. Now, the <clears throat> the moocher class and their representatives, being Joe Biden and the extreme left bums, <clears throat> are all upset that these guys are making money. They're pissed that they're, honey, daddy's doing his podcast, can you be quiet? They're pissed that the billionaires are making money. Now, as a working class dude, I want to make a lot of money too. And it really does suck. I don't want to say it sucks. It's just kind of like, damn, man, these dudes do make a lot of money. But I want you to stop for a second. If you're one of the working class guys and you're pissed off at the amount of money these guys are making, you're on the wrong side of this argument. I'm going to tell you why right now. Imagine. Imagine you own a roofing company, right? Or let's say you own a junk removal company, a dumpster company, you own a construction company. And you work your balls off. You work your ass off. But... You can't make, uh, people are pissed that you're making two, $300,000 a year. Well, they're upset with you. The, the, the moochers are like, well, you make it, you don't need 300 grand. Well, you, you can get by on 100 grand. So let's hit you up. Let's take some of that more of your money. That, that's how you have to do it. That's how you have to look at it. <clears throat> and I know it's tough to say, well, there's a big difference between 300 grand and 70 billion. Nope. There's no difference because it's not about the money, guys. It's about the work. And it's about the fact that you have the same opportunity as these guys do to make that kind of money. These guys right here, Bezos, Gates, Zuckerberg, and Musk, they all put themselves in a position to make a ton of money, to make an amazing amount of wealth during the time of the pandemic because they worked their asses off for years to get themselves at that spot to be ready to take advantage of such a situation. And how did they take advantage of it? Well, Amazon, we know how Amazon took advantage of it. Nobody was going shopping. Nobody was going, honey, you have to be quiet. I'm doing my podcast. No one, no one was going shopping. No one was going everywhere. Anybody, they all went to buying stuff online. And of course, Bezos was going to make a ton of money. How did, how did Zuckerberg make a ton of money? Well, no one's leaving. Everybody's on social media. Social, Facebook grew late leaps and bounds. Because of this, because more people joined Facebook, more people spent more time on Facebook because they were home and that's what they did. He put himself in the position to be there. Gates, same thing. Musk, same thing. These dudes worked their asses off and then they benefited because they worked hard. They should not be penalized for their hard work. Here's a great, and I'm going to give you a great example of how you have the same opportunity to do to be a billionaire as anybody else, okay? And I'm going to use my brother Mike Paziali, and he's going to hate it as an example. My brother Mike, right? My, bro- my, my brother Mike didn't come from a rich family. Mark Zuckerberg did not come from a rich family. Somehow, some way, Mark Zuckerberg and Mike Paziali end up going to the same school. They both go to Phillips Exeter Academy. Somehow, some way... They live in the same dorm. Somehow, someway, Zuckerberg meets my brother. Somehow, Zuckerberg is my brother's RA, right? He's, the, he's, he's running the floor or running the dorm. But they go to the same school. Sometimes they're, going, uh, uh, they're learning the same shit. Get my point? They, cut, they came from the same type of upbringing. They end up at the same school. After they both graduate, they both go to good schools. One goes to Harvard, one goes to, uh, um, uh, why can't I think where my brother went? It was on Long Island, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, uh, 
Anyways, my brother went to a good school in Long Island. Now I can't think of the goddamn name. It begins with, um... Oh my god, where did Mike go? And it, it, it's a fucking good school, alright? And and I don't know why I can't think of the name. But anyways, they go, they go their separate directions, right? At the time that these two meet, and they're going to, to, to school together at Philip Exeter Academy, both of them are poor-ass broke bastards. The two of them are broke-ass bums. Somehow, some way, one of them becomes a fucking billionaire. The other one goes on. I, I'm not ripping on my brother. He's got a really good life. My brother's a, he's an English teacher at Wuben High, has a, a, a degree in um, a, a master's degree in literature, really smart kid, hardworking guy, works his balls off. Point being, at some point in time, Zuckerberg went somewhere different. He went different with his opportunity. My brother went in a different direction. My brother went off to school on a, on a full scholarship to wrestle. My brother was a good wrestler. That was his passion. Zuckerberg went on building Facebook and became a billionaire. The point of the whole conversation is, I don't want to hear... That you can't become a billionaire because you can. Anybody in this country has the same opportunity. So much so that two poor people meet at the same time, both leave a really good prep school poor, one becomes a billionaire, anybody can become a billionaire. You too could become a fucking, you know, it's driving me nuts that I can't think of the damn name of the college my brother went to. Um... And it's going to mess up the whole effort podcast if I can't think of it. My God. Someone, could someone please, what, what, what's the school that's on Long Island? I, anybody. Danielle Murr went there too. Like, for the love of God. Why, I just, where the, what, what fucking school was it? Um, I'll try to move on from it. I, it'll come back to me. But anyways, here's the point. You can all be billionaires. My brother could have been a billionaire. Zuckerberg is a billionaire and they came from the same ass school. Same ass poor family. One became a billionaire. One, he's doing good. So my brother ain't, I'm not shitting on my brother. I'm just trying to make the point that these people aren't any special than you are. The only thing is they had a dream. They had a vision. They executed their dream. They executed their vision and they became billionaires and they should not be penalized for being billionaires. Jeff Bezos built Amazon out of his goddamn basement garage or out of his garage and the guy became a billionaire should not be kicked his ass kicked for that. But Warren Buffett, same thing, this dude worked his ass off, smart-ass dude, learned stocks, became rich. Uh, Bill Gates, another guy, building something out of his goddamn house. Why should that be taken from them? Why, is it, why should they be penalized? You have the same opportunity. You too, in this great country, can be anything you want to be. You just have to work hard. So if you're a working-class man, and you're hating on billionaires, and thinking that you should take their money... You need to think long and hard about what the real problem is. You need to think and say, oh, this isn't fear. Bullshit. It's not fear because you didn't work hard enough. It's not fear because you decided to become an electrician. It's not fear because you wanted to be a plumber. It's not fear because you went on to be a teacher. It's not fear because you, you get what I'm saying? It's not fear because I, I do HVAC. It's not fear because I, I'm a CDL driver. Nah, bro. It's your problem. It's your fault. You decided. You didn't want to be a billionaire. You didn't work to be a billionaire. You didn't put the, the, the effort, the days, the nights, the sleepless nights, the work, all the hard work to become a billionaire. So you don't get the right to take that away from these guys or take their money away from these guys. Plain and simple, you ain't a billionaire because you're a fucking bitch ass. Simple.
Simple. Done. And if you don't like that explanation, it's because it's hard and because it's the truth. The truth of the matter is, anything that you are is your own fault. If you didn't work hard, it is your fault. If you didn't get above or break the cycle of your poor ass family, your fault. And if people don't like that shit, then your parents raised a bitch. Simple. Blame your parents. I blame your parents for raising a pussy. My daughter's right here. I'm not raising no pussy over here. And I'll say it right to my five-year-old daughter. She wants something, she's going to work hard. She wants to be a billionaire, you better put in the time. You want to get something done, you better work. And if you don't want to work, you're not going to get it. And when you don't get it, you don't have the right to take it or vote in people to take these people's money away from them. It's absolute garbage. Hey, listen, I don't care if Bill Gates stole his, stole his damn idea from X, uh, uh, from from Xerox. Whatever. And you know what? If you can't if you can't create, fucking steal it and execute it better than somebody else. Simple. What's that like? You you like? Uh, I'm doing a, I'm doing a podcast. Oh, you stole your podcast and you look from Joe Rogan, bro. I don't give a fuck. Cause someday when this thing when America's podcast is huge, I'm gonna sit back and I'm be like, yeah. Yeah, America's podcast is great. It's big. Why? Because the night before, when I didn't want to do the podcast, I did the podcast. I was here. I did it. And because I did it, more people listen. And then today, more people are going to listen. So I'm sick of this crap in this country. Right here. This is what I do when I'm talking to you guys. I'm looking at myself on three screens. Boom, I got myself here Facebook. Boom, I got myself here Twitter. Boom, I got myself YouTube. I see my face, and I know who's in charge of my destiny. This dude right here. Anthony Paziali. Me. Man-made. American. Boom, hardworking, and if I'm going to be rich, it's going to be on my back, not somebody else's. And when I get there, no one's taking it from me. Nobody. And I would, if I were a billionaire, I'd run for president on that. I would say the only reason I'm running for a billionaire is to remind Americans that they can't take this from hardworking people. To remind the working class people that they're doing the right thing. You work hard. You work hard. You get paid well for working hard. And we don't want to take your money. The government don't want your money. That's what I would run on. So stop bitching about how much money the billionaires make. Now let's take it to the next step. Because now I got my, my I got my bitch out about how hard these dudes worked. About how hard they worked. And people hate, people hate old money. That's another one. You got the, the Standard Oil family, right? The Rockefellers, they're pissed that the Rockefellers get to be rich for the rest of their life. Well, guess what, man? A long, long time ago, back in the 1800s, some Rockefeller had to fucking put his balls on the line and work his ass off to become rich. Same thing with the Ford family. Henry Ford had to work his ass off. Andrew Carnegie had to work his ass off. It's no different now. Like Bill, uh, uh, um, like Steve Jobs' daughter. Yeah, you're damn right she's going to get a ton of money. Yep, because her dad worked his ass off to be the best and was the best and she gets the benefit. And you can do that for your family. You can do it too. Now, on the billionaire side, do you know how many jobs Jeff Bezos provides for people here in the United States? So many jobs so that they're, they, they continue to expand. They opened up a warehouse here in, in, uh, in Revere, Massachusetts. They're going to hire like 2,000 people. And they're so successful that they're offering business opportunities for people to deliver their packages. I see the Facebook ads all the time. They're offering people to partner with them. It's a built-in business. They're offering people to partner with them to deliver their packages. And here's what they say. You just need the startup money to buy the van and they'll do the rest. That's how busy they are. They're creating delivery opportunities for people 
And you don't even have to go find the fucking work. They have it. They have that much work. It's a no-brainer business. But no one will do it. No one will go after it. It's not, I'm not going after it. It's not what I want to do. I want to do my podcast, and I like trash. I deal with trash. I'll come pick up the cardboard after you're done opening your Amazon books. Because trash is cash, bro. There's never going to not be trash. I'm so passionate about trash. I'm continuously trying to find ways to get rid of trash at a more uh, uh, effective cost and to keep trash out of landfills. Like, bro, you don't think so? You go to my office. You go into my office. You will find barrels of different shit. I take things apart to try to figure out better ways to get rid of them because I'm trying to find out a better way. And I'm not doing it for the environment. I'm doing it for me because I want to make more money. I'm trying to figure out better ways to get rid of your mattresses so I can save money. I'm breaking down your TVs so I can figure out a better way so I can get money. I got barrels for tires because I'm trying to figure that shit out too. That's how you make money. Bitch ass goes to work. Box in a truck. Box in a truck. And we fucking put a box in a truck. You're going to be a poor ass bum for the rest of your life. And then you're going to blame other people. You go, oh, this Jeff Bezos makes so much money. Zuckerberg makes so much money. I can't even make ends meet. I'm a fucking pussy. That's it. That is it. Simple. Plain and simple. Here's how life is. If you want to have bigger arms, lift weights. If you don't lift weights, you're not gonna or work out, you're not gonna have bigger arms. Plain and simple. You wanna you wanna get big? You wanna lose weight? Push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. I recommend pull-ups. Pull-ups. Get on the bike, work out. You don't wanna be a fat ass? Work out. If you don't work out, you're going to be a fat ass. Simple. And you can't blame anybody else. You can't be like, oh, McDonald's made me fat. Nope. McDonald's did not put the burger in your mouth. You fat ass. So sick of you people. So sick of the people in this damn country that blame everybody else but look in the mirror. The only person that's keeping you from being a billionaire is you. Just you. You're the only one. You're the only person in this room. You're the only person listening to my podcast. You're the only per you, you probably are the only person listening to my podcast. I guess I got like one. But you're the only one holding you back. Not the billionaires. And stop going after these people. Stop coming after successful people. Because successful people don't lose. They don't. And they will come after you. You're not fucking smart enough. You think, or, or you know what? You might be smart enough. But I, I, I'll tell you what. You don't have the determination enough to get it. I, I'll tell you what, you know what, I, there's a guy, Dad, yeah, honey. Um, No, I'll just go up and knock and mommy will open it. So okay. he, he, it's all about determination when it comes to trying to be rich and stuff like that. I'll give you the perfect example. There's a guy listening to the podcast right now that I grew up with. His name is Gary Layton, right? Now, listen, me, Gary, and, and these kids, we're not the smartest guys on the planet, but we're not stupid. We, we know enough to read. We could two plus two is four. We know that shit. But I'll tell you what, brick wall, I always love to use the brick wall. Brick wall is up, right? And you got to get to the other side because you got to get to the other side of this brick wall because your fucking kids over there dying, right? I want Gary Layton there because he might not be the smartest. You might have like, you might have an Elon Musk might be there being like, oh, I can, I'll let me calculate the, 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 the exact skew of the shot, whatever. I, I, by the time you're done thinking, this dude would have ripped his way through the wall because he's that type of maniac because he don't want to lose because he's that intense. He comes, he, he's just, ah, simple. Get after it. If you want to be a billionaire, a millionaire, a hundred year, whatever the hell you want to do, you can do it. And the only person keeping you from doing it is you. 
That's it. So stop going after the billionaires. I applaud the billionaires. I'll say it again. Bezos went up 73, 76 billion in wealth. I applaud you. Great job, young yeah, young man. Great, great job, old man. You got all the money back. You got out. You got divorced before. Great job. Gates worth 16 billion more. Zuckerberg, 42 billion more, and Musk, 43 billion more, and I'm happy for them, and I don't want their money. I don't need their money. I don't want their money. I aspire to be wealthy myself. Wealth for me might not be a billion, but a couple of million, two, three, ten, maybe 20 million. That would be fantastic, and I'd live a nice-ass life for the rest of my life from, I don't know, let's say 50 till I die. Dad? Yes. I love you. Oh, my daughter loves me because she knows that daddy's going to work his ass off and he's going to give her a good life and make her work her ass off and she's going to give her kids a good life and we're not going to complain about billionaires and how much money they make. We're going to say, damn, I wish I could be a billionaire and I'm going to work my ass off to be one. All right, off that topic. Honey, you can go upstairs. Um, why don't we get to tipping? So a new study came out on Fox News about tipping and with the coronavirus and with with COVID-19, a lot of restaurants have moved over to automatic tipping as well as delivery services. Just it, it makes it easier, I guess, for their system, less contact with people, less contact with money, and you just automatic and the tip is already included. You know, like gratuity included, right? Honey, please just go upstairs. What what's the matter? Well, the, you're not in the darkness. You're right over here. You just walk up the stairs and you knock on the door. But, uh, honey, no alligator tears. You can do it. Go. I can. Yes, you can. Please. You got it. Go knock on the door. Mom will open it if you can't open it. Well, then fine. You're going to have to stay down here. But if you're going to stay down here, you got to be quiet. You got it. Go ahead. I'm right here. Are you watching? I'm watching you. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't worry, there's nothing to be scared of. There's nothing in there, Presley. Go. That's how you do it, bro. She's going right up the stairs. There she, there she goes. Simple. Well, the rest of you bitch asses would have got off your ass. And you would open the door for her, for her. The rest of you guys would have been like, Oh, oh, let, my, my, my five-year-old daughter's crying. Let me get the door for her. Absolutely not. You get the door for her now? You'll be getting the door for her for the rest of your fucking life. And that's just a little thing, dude. That's just a little thing. I don't I, I try not to do anything for my kids that they can't do for themselves. Simple. Plain and simple. I love my kids so much to realize that I am not their fucking friend. I am their father. And I have to make them men or I have to make them a man or a woman or whatever the fuck they want to be. I have to make them the best at what they are, and they have to realize that I'm not going to be around to do that shit for them. So something as simple as walking up a flight of stairs in the dock might seem trivial. Might be like, "Oh, dude, get off your ass and go open the door for your daughter. No, because someday she's actually going to be in a basement where it's fucking dark, and she's going to have to walk up the flight of stairs and not worry about it. <clears throat> so anyways, all right, automatic tipping. It's become, it's, a, it's something that's happening everywhere. So a study was done by Fox News, and they found out, lo and behold, what a surprise, nobody or the customer hates automatic automatic tipping. We hate it. Why do we hate it? There are five billion reasons why we hate it, but I'll give you the first one. 
I don't want to tip you if I don't want to tip you. If your service sucks, I don't want to give you any money. I don't want to tip you. I want to, you to be noted that your service sucked. Therefore, I did not tip you. And yes, bro, I don't tip if your service sucks. I'm that dickhead. I won't tip you. If, if what deems a bad service? For me, my beverage must be refilled at all times. I want the second my alcoholic beverage has been completed, I want another one. Until I say I don't want one, I want another one. That's one of the biggies. One of the biggies. And I want you to remember what I ordered. And I also want you to remember, because off the top, I said I want a lot of ice. So I want it to be the exact same way every fucking time. And I don't want any fruit in my damn uh, cocktail. So, that's one. And, and that is, is, is key. I will forgive almost anything else as long as my beverage is there. Like, for example, if the appetizers don't come out fast enough. Or if you, if you pull the dreaded ass move where you bring the ap- appetizers out at the same time as you bring out the entree. Bro, I'll fucking flip the table. Guy, the starters are for start time. Right, I eat the starter while I'm waiting for my big meal. If 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 the appies come out with the big meal, I'm gonna be pissed. But I'll forgive you if my beverage was always full. I'll forgive that because mainly I'm going out to eat because I want to drink anyways. Mainly I'm trying to drink, so that that that's one. First off, you will not get tipped, or your tip will reflect your service of how often my drink and how fast my drink is refilled. Next thing, your tip will reflect how much you aggravate me. I am someone, as you know, that does not want to be bothered. I don't want to be bothered. So don't bother me. Don't fucking bother you, you have to. You have to figure out the art of bringing over my ass drink without bothering me. You should know. I don't want to be interrupted while I'm having a conversation. I don't, I don't, don't ask me. Like, I'm sitting there, I'm talking to my wife. You go, hey, do you want another drink? Yeah, obviously, clearly, I want another drink. I, I, guess, I just fucking got here. I'm never going to be mad. Me. Me personally, I'm never going to be upset if you bring out another drink. I'll never be pissed. If anything, I will be, wow, this fucking waitress, is is that sexist to think that it's a female? Whatever. This fucking girl is the best. She bring I, Every time my drink is empty, I have a new drink. That's key with me. Keep the, keep the booze coming. And I say that off the top. I give them that hint. I say, hey, look, um, I, I would like a Captain and Ginger... Um, and I always say a double in case they, you know, some places do, do that. They do the small and they do a double. I'm always like, Captain Ginger double. They'll be like, we don't do doubles. I'm like, that's great. And, uh, please do me a favor. I'd, I'd like to continue drinking until I don't feel like drinking and I'll let you know when I don't want to drink anymore. That's, I mean, some people would say that's being a dick, but I just say, Hey, that's me setting that letting, letting people know that there's no gray area. All right. So if you fuck up my drinks, chances are you're going to get a bad tip. Right. And I can forgive other shit. Like I said, if I order appies, and, and typically I might just order appies for my for my entree, then I don't care when they come out, right? They come out when they come out. But if I order chicken wings, and then after that I'm, I'm getting like a, a steak, I don't want my fucking chicken wings the same time I'm getting my steak. I'll be pissed. I, I'll be steaming. 100% I'll be steaming. The next thing is I, I just don't want to be left hanging. And I'll take it out on you. I don't give a crap if, if it's the cook. and You can come out and you can... I, I, my, my thing is I don't want to hear excuses. I don't give a shit. I don't. If I've been there for like 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and my food hasn't come out, please don't come over to me and apologize that, oh, you know, we're real backed up and we don't have, yeah, bro, I don't care. I don't, I don't care if you're backed up. 
I, I don't give a shit. I, the, the, and your way out of that, get me another drink. Plain and simple. Just get me another drink. That's it. And you don't have to come over because I don't want to hear excuses. I really don't. Keep your fucking excuses to yourself. Bring me my food when it's ready. And then when it's ready, later on, if you're feeling bad about it, you could be like, hey, listen, I knocked 10% off. If you did something like that, I'll give you a fucking a way better time. I'll be like, oh, damn, this person cares. They showed that they care. They gave me fucking this. Or they took care of me drink-wise. If you take care of me drink-wise, you'll get a 20% or better tip. 100%. From me, if you take care of my beverages, I will be tipping a lot. I will. And I will tip in cash. I want you to understand this. Slow down. If I like the service and I thought you were a good server, I will tip in cash. And I will tip 20% or more in cash. If I did not like your service and I thought you sucked, I will not fucking, I, I might not tip, period. But if I do, which I typically sometimes, you know, typically I will, maybe I'll do 10% if I didn't like you. But I won't tip in cash. I will tip on the credit card to piss you off even more. To make you have to wait, right? To, to, to piss you off like, ah, oh, this sucks. He left a tip on, on the thing. That I will do that. So, plain and simple, we don't like the automatic tip because we want to have say. I want to let the waitress know that I am pissed that their service sucked. And now here's the problem, right? Here, and, and I'm dying for this to happen to me someday. I'm, I wish to God. Uh, please, you know what? I never, ever ask God for anything. I only ask for guidance. But you know what? Let's pray to God right now. Please, Lord, Lord, hear my prayer. Please make my podcast so big. America's podcast. It's not my podcast. It's, it's, it's America's podcast. Please help America's podcast become so big. The biggest podcast ever. Even if it takes years. I'm in for the long haul. Maybe it takes five. Maybe it takes ten years. But the whole point of the podcast is that someday I would like to be famous and that everybody knows who I am and that one day I go into a, in, into a, into a restaurant and I get shitty service. I get shitty service and I don't tip. And then the very next day I would like the waitress or that night for her to take a picture of my receipt with a zero tip and that everybody in the country is bad mouthing me for the fact that I didn't give this girl a tip. I want, I, but please, so I want that moment to happen and I want to be trending on, on, uh, on, on social media that Anthony Paziali is a shitty tipper. And then that'll give me the opportunity to say out to that girl, say, well, you know what really happened here? This whiny ass bitch was a shitty server. She didn't do her job. And then she tried, she, she put me out in public on social media because she couldn't look in the mirror and say, I didn't get tipped because I sucked. She could, this is a problem with this country. When you don't make a tip, right? When you don't get a tip, you don't go, oh, what could I have done better to serve the customer? What could have I done better? But honestly, if I was a waiter, right? And I didn't get a tip after the meal was over, I might go up to the guy and I wouldn't even be pissed. I'd say, sir, I really understand why you didn't tip me and I'm not upset about it. What I would like to know is how can I be a better server? What did I do? And, and not in a condescending asshole way, like a dick, like, you, you even think you tipped me? What could I have done better? I would really generally walk to the guy and say, look, um, I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can and I'm just kind of curious what I could do better the next time you come in here so that I can serve you better because I, I, like, you don't have to tip me ever. You don't have to tip me, but I want to earn that tip, right? This is a difference between me 
And you other fucks out there, you guys, you guys take criticism. You don't get something. You get upset about it. But when shit happens and I, and, and I don't fucking get something because I fucked up, I find out why. I say, I, how do I be better with, as a server so that maybe next time I come in here, you might actually feel like you had a good dining experience? Let me tell you something. First thing that happened, the guy would be fucking blown, blown off the seat. be like, damn, I wasn't expecting that. And then he'll tell you. Then I'll say, you know, you know what really bothered me? And we'll say it's me. I'll say, you know what really bothered me? Is I was upset that you brought out the appy with the meal at the same time. But I would have forgiven you for that and let it go if every time my drink was empty, you'd brought me out a drink. So what I'm really telling you is I like to drink and I would just like my beverage to keep going. And if you notice that my glass is empty, just bring me another one. You don't have to bother me or disturb me or anything like that. If I don't want another one, I'll just tell you after the, the last one you dropped off, I'll say, hey, that's the last one. That's it. You see? But no, people would much rather complain and they'd, they they want to out people. So I hope, God, back to the prayer, my Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ, if you're listening, please make it so famous, the podcast, the America's podcast, that, that I may become famous, that I may be put in a position to not have to tip someone for bad service so that they can out me on social media and it becomes a news story about how I'm a bad tipper and then I could set the record straight on whiny ass American fucking kids and how they don't take responsibility for their shitty work ethic and it must be the other guy's fault for not tipping. They must be a dick. Or it could just be you gave shitty service and because you gave shitty service you didn't get any. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Look in the mirror. If you didn't get tipped from me, it's because your service sucked. But that's the nutshell of it. I don't know how you guys feel about tipping. <clears throat> I don't think I should have to tip. And, and then there are certain jobs, like, like Dunkin' Donuts. Bro, I'm not tipping you. Get out of here. You make 15 bucks an hour. Beat it. Service don't. See you later. You don't, bro, you don't do shit. You're, you're taking a, a, <clears throat> a bagel, a, a, an egg, a piece of cheese. You're slapping it in the, in the microwave, hitting the button. There's no work in that, man. <clears throat> no, no tip. I tip servers because they're managing a bunch of different tables. And while they're managing uh, a whole bunch of other people, they're making sure each and every one of them is important and each and everyone's getting tip top service. That's what t- to ensure prompt service tip to ensure prompt service. That's what a fucking tip is. And if you don't ensure prompt service and good service, you will not get tipped. You will not get no tip. And that's why you shouldn't have automatic tipping because I will tip you. Now, on the other end, automatic tipping will hurt you because if I thought you did great, I will tip you more than the automatic tip. But if the tip is already on there, I will not. So, for example, if, if we have a party of more than 100 or something like that, it's like a birthday party or <clears throat> let's say it's the family Christmas party, the Paziali Christmas party, and we drop like fucking $2,000 in alcohol and the gratuity is in there, right? You, you're getting 18%. Well... You just fuck yourself out of money because I might have gave you 25% because I'm going to walk around to everybody in my family and say, hey, cash, 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 let's get the server. Cash, 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 let's get the server. But and then I look at it and I say, oh, server's all set, guys. We don't have to put loot together. And in the spirit of Christmas, we probably would have hooked our ass up. But it's already put in there. Sorry. Ain't happening. All right. That's it. Podcast is over. We came a little bit hot tonight. A little bit aggressive. 
point of the podcast. This is America's podcast, and I'm not going to stand for lazy-ass fucks in my country. I don't stand for the moocher class. I can't stand the moocher class. I love the billionaires because they worked hard to get there. I love the millionaires because they worked hard to get there. And I love the working-class guy because he worked his ass off to get the job that he has and continued to work his ass off so that he can better himself and his family and have a good life and live in the American dream. Hard work fucking works. And if you don't work hard, you don't get tipped. Thank you for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast.